What's up? What's up? What's up? Happy Saturday. Um, if it's not Saturday and you're listening to this, happy whatever day. Um, so today's we're talking about the age old myth, the age old saying men are dogs. Um, and it brought up a question in me a couple of years back. How could you compare a man to a dog in a negative sense? Mind you, everybody, everybody wants a dog. Everybody loves a puppy. Everybody wants to pet the dog that they see in the store. Everybody wants a dog. This is known as man's best friend, but honestly and truthfully, it's human's best friend. People love dogs. People would rather have a dog than have a cat. And I, and I, that's how I feel about that. I mean, you just look around today as you go about your day and see how many people you see with dogs. You probably see more women with dogs than you see men with dogs. And you see women with these big, gigantic dogs and men with these tiny dogs. It's People love dogs. So how could you compare a man in a negative sense to a dog? At that point, you're just disrespecting the dog. Now, I talked about this yesterday. Not yesterday. I talked about it a couple of days ago on Instagram. And Instagram decided to take my original post down. I reposted it. But it just bothered me because why did you take the original post down? And that may have been me being um, vain or something like that, wanting more people to see it, you know, wanting to see those likes go up and blah, blah, blah. I have no problem admitting stuff like that. But I had to check myself in that area. However, I still reposted it because what I was saying, I felt needed to be heard by whoever was going to be able to hear it. I could have just not posted it again and just said in my feelings. But I decided that I'm going to just repost it anyway and put a different caption on it. If they delete it this time, guess what? I have a podcast where I can talk about whatever I want, basically. Basically. Um, they deemed it as hate speech. They were saying that there were it was a hateful topic and i don't know if it was instagram just scrolling for captions that are hateful or if it was someone who reported it to be honest it don't matter i don't care um cuz regardless of the fact i still reposted it i still Got it to people that needed to hear it. And the people that heard it the first go around, you know, they heard it. So I had to just check myself in an area of, of vanity, in an area of, I guess, uh, just showboating and, and, and greed in a sense. Because, you know, you want more of something that's greed. Uh, and that's a topic for another day. Don't worry, we'll get into it. But real quick, let's go ahead and dive into this. Are men dogs? Are men dogs? And what relations do men have to dogs? So first and foremost, we're not going to talk about 
the negative aspects of a man, we're going to talk about the positive aspects of a dog. Because once you understand the positive aspects of a dog, you would not be able to say all men are dogs. You would not be able to say he is a dog. You wouldn't be able to say it. Um, and I know that there are some dogs that are, I guess you would say, uh, aggressive or um, quick tempered and things like that, you know, but there are reasons behind all of those actions in which that dog displays. And really quickly, I'll say it is interesting how you will take in a dog of that magnitude that has those problems, that has those social issues, because that's what they are. They're social issues. Love up on them and show them that life is not as bad as it was before they got to you, before they found this amazing person in which you are. Probably get your hand bitten a couple of times. Probably get your house torn up a couple of times. You understand what I'm saying? But eventually that dog comes around and learns to understand that love is here. And this is a place where I'm safe. Okay, so with that being said, let me just go ahead and get into what I got to say. So first and foremost, the dog, the domestic dog is not what we're going to be comparing, you know, men to or that I'm going to be talking about today. I'm going to be talking about the ancestor of all dogs. The big dog, the gray wolf, the gray wolf or the canis lupus is the ancestral father to all dogs. Uh, this this one was first and then there were others due to geographical situations, due to uh, there being like lack of food in areas, these wolves had to go into communities where people were staying and based off of how they already behaved with one another, they were able to gain the trust of humans. They were able to gain the trust of people so that way they would be able to have food. Real quick, there's a there is a series on Netflix or a show on Netflix called Animal. And animal just basically highlights different subcategories of animals or different main categories and subcategories of animals. And so they have one over like birds, octopus, dolphins, bears, etc., etc. Um, and so the other day I was watching the one that was on big cats and then dogs. So wolves essentially live in a pack. They are family oriented animals. Um, they're structured, you know, by, by ranking. And so when it's time to feed the high ranking wolves get first dibs. Now there are occasions when a younger wolf will come into the picture and try to get his nibbles, but you're going to be quickly put in your place because you know how we do things over here. And so basically what happened was this pecking order causes some of these young wolves 
to be exiled because they're not strong enough to stay with the pack. And these wolves that were exiled found human territories. And what happens when they get checked, they get in this submissive state. Some of you have seen a dog in a submissive state. They basically curl up, tails tucked, you know, um, they may be showing their teeth. However, they're not growling. They're not snarling. They're not really showing aggression. It's almost like a little like, I, hi, bro. I'm cool, bro. I, OK, OK, don't hurt me now. That's what they're saying. And so when they came across humans, they performed this same act or they showed them the quote unquote puppy dog eyes. They submitted to humans in order to receive food because they have been kicked out of their pack. And another quick little tidbit on this, and I want y'all to watch it for yourself. Um, when wolves go out to hunt, the father leads the pack and single-handedly, more than likely, takes down whatever it is he's chasing, okay? Like, this, this wolf chased down a buffalo, and wolves are not really killers like that like it takes a long time for a wolf to get something down they don't have like crazy jaw strength like um like big cats do or or, or they don't have a, a piercing beak or or talons that are like sliced straight through your heart like these birds do they don't have uh toxinous poison like snakes or octopus and stuff like that but they are relentless in their mission they are going to see it through to the end. Do you understand what I'm saying? So with all that being said, let me start on the three behavior characteristics of a gray wolf. Number one, they are caring. The definition of caring as an adjective means to display kindness and concern for others. And as a noun, it is the work or practice of looking after those unable to care for themselves, especially sick and elderly. Now, we're going to take caring and then we're going to just look at the root word, which is care. OK, care is the provision of what is necessary for health, welfare, maintenance and protection of someone or something. The second definition of care is serious attention or consideration applied to during to doing something correctly or to avoid damage. So essentially a good man, quote unquote, wants to care for those that are around him, wants to take care of the household, wants to provide for the household, for his loved ones, for those he doesn't even know. Like he could see somebody out on the road in struggle with maybe their car being busted down. What does this guy do? He stops his car, maybe right behind him, if not in the next parking lot over, gets out and pushes. He doesn't have to do that. Holding the door open for a lady, holding the door open for another dude. Like saying, hey, watch out for this 
or coming from an area where there was just destruction or chaos or some type of craziness going on and whoever is walking in that direction that he's exiting from hey yo just so you know it's crazy over there those are caring acts that is showing that you care for other individuals in the world as a verb to care means feel concern or interest attach importance to something we all have to care for something at our natural root we all have to have something that we deem as important to us for us and to take care of something this is the last definition of care to take care of something is to keep safe and provide for so like i said essentially a man wants to provide a man wants to be able to bring home the bacon and things of that nature and we're going to get into other aspects of, you know, men who maybe don't do that. But just bear with me and give me a second here. We got two more characteristics of the gray wolf. Um, playful. The second definition, the second characteristic is playful. And some definitions here for playful are giving or expressing pleasure and amusement. Intended for one's own or others amusement fond of games and amusement lighthearted now i probably should have looked up amusement because that word was there a lot of times but what i'm trying to say is and what we all may notice is dad is the fun guy or 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 the guy that most guys that come around come around for a good time not a long time or even when they are there for a long time, they're the person that is just fun. If you look at a family aspect, um, typically mom is the warden or the enforcer of law. No, don't get me wrong. Dad may, you know, do what he do. But typically he's there to have a good time. Am I lying? I don't think so. This is this is just what I've noticed in my lifetime and maybe I could be wrong, but this is what I've noticed. I mean, for instance, when my niece's father is with them, they have a good time. They already know what time it is. It's fun time. Like, they're, it's about to be a turn up situation. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and, and that could be because they know that life is so much of a burden, that there's so much chaos. And so let's just have fun. Let's just enjoy the moment that we're in. Okay. The last characteristic of the gray wolf is devoted. The full characteristic actually says above all devoted to family is what the full characteristic says. And so what does it mean to be devoted? Very loving or loyal. And now that is a word that has a root word in there. Um, I mean, playful does too, but we're not we're not here for that. Uh, so devoted to devote means give all or a large part of one's time or resources to a person, activity, or a cause. Now, you can be devoted, and you can devote your time and resources 
in many different ways. I mean, I just said person, activity or cause. There are many different types of people. There are many different types of activity and there are most definitely a whole bunch of causes. Now, we're going to get into why men are called dogs, and then we're going to kind of touch back on some of this devoted stuff, okay? Because that's where the meat and potatoes is. Now, men are dogs. I looked this up on Google, and I searched through a couple of, you know, ask forms or whatever have you, and the consensus was basically saying someone who sleeps around. And then the other thing that I saw a lot of was dogs are only faithful to their masters. Okay. So, and I'm not going to lie, I should have looked up faithful because there's, there's, there's juice there. But, um, real quick, let's talk about this sleeping around thing. Um, Dogs sleep around. Now, first of all, if you own a dog or have ever had a dog, the chances of it getting out of its gate and going to sleep with the whole neighborhood are kind of slim. I mean, and that's if you're actually watching your dog and, you know what I'm saying, overseeing your pet as you should. Chances are pretty slim that that happens. Um, And if we're talking about gray wolves... This is a community of of wolves, you know, in a in a in a in a certain sense, it's kind of like when you have and I'm not condoning this or anything like that, but it's basically like when you have sister wives or how you have in these other cultures where a man will have multiple wives based off his religion. This would not necessarily be considered sleeping around, you know, slap me if I'm wrong, but hey. This is this is just what I'm saying. This is just me looking at certain facts and then putting it into my thinking. Um, so if you feel like I'm wrong, cool, that's your business. Um, but that is not true. So a dog does not sleep around. Um, I mean, look at Lady in the Tramp, for Christ's sakes. My boy was smitten over this little pup and he could have probably had all of them. He could have had all the little dogs out there, but he wanted Lady. So he stuck with Lady. You got to hear me on this one, yo. You got to hear me on this one. Um, Now, dogs are only faithful to their masters. What it means to be faithful is to remain loyal and steadfast. The second definition is true to the facts or the original. That one doesn't make too much sense to me. But anyway, um, the noun, the noun for faithful says those who are faithful to a particular religion or political party. Now, dogs are only faithful to their masters. When you put that in that sentence, you're saying that dogs are only going to remain loyal to whoever, I guess, fed them or something like that. And you have to. And I believe that that's wrong as well, because what are you talking about by faithful? It gets it gets a lot deeper. You see, we put these vague. um, We put these vague terms to things and these vague saying to things that really don't have much meaning or they don't have much weight because they only speak to your situation. 
And I'm not trying to say your situation isn't important, but what you're doing is you're generalizing people based off of your situation. Someone wasn't faithful to you. And why were they not faithful to you? You know, was it because this person had an internal issue with themselves or was it because you weren't doing what you were supposed to be doing? So they went and looked for it elsewhere. If, for instance, let's go back to these gray wolves. They are not eating because they are low ranking wolves and the food is not going around how it's supposed to be going around. So now they're exiled. They're not receiving what they're supposed to be receiving from the pack. Not that I wanted to leave the pack. I love the pack. This is my family, but I ain't eating. And to survive, I have to do what? I have to eat. So maybe in that area, that man was not being fed. And I'm not condoning being unfaithful, but I'm just trying to, you understand, paint the picture for you. Now, now let's 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 talk about switching gears and talking more so about men. Um why do men sleep around? And this is the theory and the and the conclusion that I came up to. So people that sleep around with multiple partners are usually trying to fill a void. And that's knowingly or unknowingly. This is what I believe. Um, but I feel like most times it's unknowingly. Because if you knew you had a void, I mean, first and foremost, you'd be like, I ain't got no void. I ain't trying to feel nothing. I yeah, whatever, bro. But you do. We all do in certain aspects. We all do. We all nobody has a perfect life. Nobody has. I guess, you know, every every little thing that they need in order to be the most amazing person in the world, because if we did, the world will be full of amazing people. And it ain't. It's not. Therefore, everybody is lacking in something. Okay, so people that sleep around and have multiple partners are usually trying to fill a void knowingly or unknowingly, most times unknowingly. They don't even recognize they have this void. Um, sex is the feeling of love put into action. There is no greater way you can say that you love somebody, you care for somebody that you rock with them other than having sex with them. The way that a man knows a woman is really, really, really either in love with him or into him or cares for him is to allow him to enter her, is to have sex with him. Then he knows, oh, yeah, she for me. That's mine right there. And I don't want it to make it sound like an ownership thing, ladies, but you got to understand where I'm coming from. Okay, just bear with me. Um, Somebody that did not receive love. They're trying to fill that void by having sex because love. Because sex, excuse me, is the action of love. And what speaks louder than words? Action. Therefore, you can tell me you love me, but you can show me a whole lot better. Man. Okay. And another thing. Sex is power. 
people who feel as though they were lacking power or they are powerless use sex sometimes in order to state their position. And I and so basically sex can be controlling for these two reasons alone. There are plenty of reasons why sex could be a void filler for 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 people, for men. Um but really people in the whole, but we're talking about men, so we'll just stick with that. Um people can manipulate your thoughts and feelings through the act of sex or vice versa. Meaning that a man can manipulate a woman's mind and heart through sex, by having multiple partners, by telling her one thing and doing another thing, but then coming back and doing the right thing when it's time to get that thing. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to act appropriately when it's time to have sex, but after we have sex, I ain't got time for you. I I, I can't stay. I can't, nah, I'm not trying to cuddle or I'm not trying to show you that type of affection. You feel me? I just needed to know that I was loved. I just needed to know that you cared for me. I don't got time to really return it in the way that you need it, but you know what I'm saying? That was that was some good sex. Appreciate you. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Um, and so I'm gonna kind of sum this all up. Uh, you know, we're coming to a close on this. I'm real close to 30 minutes. And um so the the question is, you know. What not receiving love at an early age does to men? Because that's why you have this void. That's why you can't be devoted, very loving or loyal to a situation. That's why you can't give all of yourself or your time or your resources to a person, to an activity, to a cause, because you didn't receive something as a child because you have a void that you're trying to fill with other things and other aspects of life. And to to dive deeper into what not receiving love at an early age does to men, we're going to look at a article that is actually, uh, you can check this out for yourself. It's on psychcentral.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H central c-e-n-t-r-a-l.com um this article is reviewed by lori uh lorenz she is a doctor in psychology and it was written by morgan mandriata i think i'm saying that right m-a-n-d-r-i-o-t-a and you can you can find this by just simply type going to the website and then typing in how being unloved in childhood may affect you as an adult. How being unloved in childhood may affect you as an adult. Now, the first things that you are well, the subpoints of this whole thing are that. Oh, excuse me. Let me go back to the article. My bad. I have I have things here, but what I really wanted to start with is not right where I needed it to be. Forgive me. So the the things that a person may be dealing with if they did not receive love as a child 
in their early stages um, is an insecurity attachment style. An insecure attachment style, meaning that you're insecure and the way you attach to people is is in a way of like codependency. You're not sure of yourself in any situation. You're going to go with the flow and more than more than likely you're going to allow yourself to be stepped on in areas where you should not be. Um, And for that, sometimes you may lash out in your insecurities. And instead of allowing yourself to be stepped on, you're going to step on others before they step on you. Um, low emotional intelligence. This goes into play with what I was just saying about the sex and about it being used to manipulate minds and feelings. I didn't got what I needed from you, but I am not receptive to understanding what you need from me, nor do I even care. Low emotional intelligence, um, trust issues. Somebody was not there for them. Somebody did not pick them up. Somebody did not say I love you. Somebody did not show them that they care for them. So they don't know how to do those things for other people. They don't have any trust in people. They don't have any trust in anybody. Therefore, how can I put my trust or how can I, you know, give you mine? Um, Trust issues. Poor boundaries. Meaning that you don't set boundaries for yourself and you don't respect other people's boundaries. I'm going to read over a couple of these before um, before I like actually like get done. These are just the sub points. Uh, toxic relationships. You will find yourself engaging in toxic relationships because why? In early stages in childhood, you were around toxic relationships and that is what you were used to. And strangely, not strangely, but inadvertently, that is what you are comfortable being around. It would be weird and strange for you to be around positive people for too long. Because why are they so happy? What is there to smile about, bro? Like you, like you, all of that happiness is just rubbing me the wrong way. That's how they feel. That's how they feel. Um, Toxic relationships, they look for them. Feelings of isolation, meaning they feel like no one is there for them, even when they're in a room full of people, even when they're around people that, quote unquote, love them. They feel isolated because they never actually maybe were held. You know, like hugs, like embraced, comforted in areas where they needed to be comforted when they cried. Nobody wiped away those tears. So I feel lonely in my feelings and I can't express those to anybody because who cares? Feelings of isolation. And then there's also mental health conditions, which are, you know, could could be multiple things. Um, Like I said, check out the article. um, So that way you can, you know, just see some of this stuff for yourself. So um, the insecure attachment style, what's written right here is by, uh, it's a quote from Nancy Palama Collins. Nancy Palama Collins, she wrote this um, and it says, when a person's first attachment experience is being unloved, this can create difficulty in closeness and intimacy creating continuous feelings of anxiety and avoidance of creating d 
deep, meaningful relationships as an adult. Let me read that one more time because I know I was kind of... What she says is, when a person's first attachment experiences, when a person is first learning how to attach to other people, is being unloved, this can create difficulty in closeness and intimacy, creating continuous feelings of anxiety and avoidance, avoidance, meaning they avoid creating deep, meaningful relationships as an adult. They did not receive the type of love they needed as a child, so they can't love as an adult. They did not receive hugs and kisses and and all of this stuff, so they don't know and understand how to behave in that manner. And I think this is when we get into being um, men or dogs. Dogs are only faithful to their masters. Their original quote-unquote master in that instance is their parents. And their parents didn't do for them what they were supposed to do. So how could they be faithful to anybody if their masters weren't faithful to them? Man, somebody got to stop me. Um, And the the next one, um, emotional intelligence is another one I want to touch on. Um, And really, these are just things that's that's on the website because I know some people ain't going to go to it. But if you do go to it, congratulations to you. Um, So undeveloped emotional intelligence. Children's brains are like sponges. Sponges, meaning they suck up everything, okay? They see, feel, and notice parents' behaviors. Not only parents, if I'm being honest, they notice their environment. They notice everything around them. Attitudes and energies. If parents don't model healthy emotional intelligence, their children won't develop strong emotional intelligence. Even if in the environment there are no actual signs or people or figures that display emotional intelligence, meaning to care for others, meaning to be compassionate, meaning to have empathy, they will not learn these things and they will not know these things. And as an adult, it will be foreign to them and they won't understand how to interact emotionally because they are unintelligent in that area. They are ignorant in that area they need to be taught that takes me back to what i was saying about the dog that may be overly aggressive may be quick tempered may have come from a pound because his last family his last situation did not give him the emotional intelligence in which he needed so now somebody who loves to take in dogs took this dog in and has now shown him that life ain't so bad and in a couple of months He's a whole new dog. The per- if somebody that would have saw that dog from the previous family would be like, that's no way that's King. It is King. It is. But now he has the tools that he needs in order to be the successful dog. Come on, man. Come on. Man. So another one I wanted to talk about um, real quick is um, Impaired sense of self. This is when we get into that feeling of like loneliness and stuff like that. Um, Given that children look to their parents and caregivers for senses of who they are, parents who do not show their children genuine, unconditional love tend to create lasting harm in their child's sense of self. 
This causes them to feel unloved, unwanted, rejected, neglected, abandoned. And as an adult, having all of those feelings in your background, in your in your mind, you feel unloved in most situations you walked into because for some reason it's just not enough. You're still trying to fill the void of the love that you didn't receive as a child. And it's going to be hard to feel that because you a grown person. And the way that you're going to be loved now is going to be way different from how you were supposed to be loved as a child. You're, pro- you're not going to be as coddled as much. But you're still looking to be coddled. And I'm not saying that's wrong at all. I'm just I'm just talking. OK. I'm just talking. Um. You're still looking for somebody to wipe the tears away, but there may not be somebody there to wipe the tears away because they feel as though you're supposed to be a man now. What you crying about? What you having feelings for? Because I have them. <laughs> Respect and understand that. You feel me? Um, Lack of trust. Children who are not raised in safe, loving, respectful, and consistent environments tend to grow up feeling very unsafe and untrusting. Um, I don't really even need to expound on that. I really don't. But there's another thing here. Uh, it's and it, based, and it says this deep sense of distrust can create a dynamic of trusting those who are not trustworthy while being untrusting to those who are trustworthy. On the other end of the spectrum, it can cause a child to create strong defenses that lead to an inability to trust anybody. Trust issues. Come on, P. So because I was unable to learn how to trust as a child and I was unable to be untrustworthy because that's basically what I learned to do was to be untrustworthy. I'm going to just continue to do that in my adulthood. It's crazy. It's crazy. The last thing I'm going to touch on two two more things I'm going to touch on Um, two more things. Um, Negative boundaries. And I want to talk about boundaries because boundaries are major. Boundaries are huge. Boundaries are dude. Ladies, if you still with me, listen to what I'm about to say. I'm going to read this and then I may whatever is on my heart. I may just let it go. But we're going to see. Boundaries are learned. So if your family of origin did not model healthy boundaries, you might lack the skills to navigate them as an adult. I'm strictly reading from from what Morgan wrote right here. Okay, now go and go and check this out on Psych Central. It's it's it's, it's, it gets deeper. Um, According to man to mainly. Your boundaries might become overly rigid they can lead to your potential they can lead to you potentially i'm butchering the mess out of this so let me just say how i say it okay so basically not having the proper boundaries can lead to you um taking advantage of others to keeping up your guard for protection to creating boundaries that are unhealthy. Um, And so what will happen is if you don't know how to say, I don't like when this happens, 
I don't like when that happens. I would like to be treated this way. I need to be loved this way. Things will happen in a way you don't want them to happen. And since you and then and when you know your boundaries, you have to be able to come back and say, hey, the way you did that. I didn't like it. And this is why I didn't like it. You basically are giving somebody a passport or a pass to come into your area of life. For instance, when you go to another country, you need to have your passport. If you're crossing the border somewhere, you need to have proper identification. And if you don't give these people said identification, they're just going to be hopping the fence. They're just going to be sneaking into your boundaries. And then you're pissed off and mad because I didn't tell you you could be here. I didn't give you clearance. But even worse than that, you don't even know what your boundaries are. You don't even know the things that you need to be saying, hey, you're not allowed to do that to me. Hey, you're not allowed to to dot, 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 whatever it is for you. Hey, I need to be loved like this. Hey, I need that. There's nothing wrong with stating what you need because somebody's either going to be able to give it to you or they're not. But once you say what it is that you need or you don't want, then they can move accordingly to that. And you can move accordingly to them either doing or not doing what it is that they said they would do based on the boundaries you have set. And the last thing I'm going to touch on is toxic friendships and partners, because if you grew up in toxicity, As much as you feel as though I don't want to be a part of that, sometimes you wind up in it um, on accident because it's just what you're used to. So I'm going to just read this real quick. Um, Excuse me. Children who grow up in toxic environments necessarily accept unhealthy environments as normal, meaning that if somebody was always yelling at you, screaming at you, beating on you, then you will accidentally accept that accidentally not even on purpose you'll accidentally accept that and be like well this is the love that i'm used to but that ain't love that's not caring all right um the child will mature into an adult who unconsciously craves the familiar comfortably uncomfortable Toxic dynamics of childhood. That's crazy. I, I, the now adult will unconsciously choose friends and partners who seem like they're healthy, yet ultimately they are negative patterns witnessed and lived in childhood, meaning that you probably see the glimpses of the good that is in this person that was in the people who raised you that were in the environment of those you were brought up with. You see the good aspects of it. And then when the bad aspects start to pop out, you just continue to go with the flow because this is the same thing that went on in my environment growing up. This is the same thing that 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 my people did to me. So they probably just tripping right now. It's going to be love later. It should always be love. It should always be love. And so I'm going to bring this swing this right back around to the dog thing and I'll, and I'll be done with y'all. I'm going to let y'all have a good Saturday, a good weekend or a good day, whatever today may be, because we going long on this one. I don't went over 30 minutes. 
if a dog does not receive men are dogs, right? So listen to me. If a dog does not receive the proper caring and the proper love, he's going to act wild. He is going to misbehave. Better yet, if you kick that dog out and he becomes a stray. Now he has to learn to fend for himself and his teachers are now what? Other strays. Other men who did not have proper guidance. And sometimes you even have instances where you have men that come from good homes and they see other men in community and feel as though, oh, I should be doing what they doing because like beings like to be with, with like beings. Dogs like to be with dogs. Birds like to be with birds. Cats like to be with cats, so on and so forth. So we want to be in community with things that we feel are like us. Now, once we get in those situations and realize, nah, this ain't the ticket. Then we have to remove ourselves or figure out what it is that's such a difference between our thinking and their thinking because certain things don't add up. Oh, I wouldn't treat my woman like that. Oh, I wouldn't say certain things like that because you actually have a background of 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 loving, of of caring, of nurturing. And your your homies may have a background of nature, meaning that they did not receive that love. They did not receive that caring. They had been kicked out or, or they left home or something like that. And they're strays. And I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm speaking. OK, so um, think about it like that, yo. If men are dogs. Dogs are always at the root, caring, playful and devoted to family. And if they are not those things, that means that they were lacking something as they were coming up as a child as a pup. So all dogs aren't bad. They just may have had a bad experience and need a new way to look at life. So that's my take on that. Um, strive with inspiring means every single day. If you do nothing else, make it a good one. Peace out.